Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Radio Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show on this uh, Thursday afternoon. Cam Stewart alongside Aaron Sexton. And uh, I know both you guys been out, had some nice Valentine's Day plans last night. Cam, you, uh, you're involved in a serious relationship that goes, oh, about three years or so. So I think where we're, we're looking, did everything, did you, did you do something nice? Did you do flowers? Or did, you, every, did everything go pretty well for you last night? Well, good question, Matt. At the end of the day, yes. I don't want to bury the lead. Yes, everything went well. But we okay. agreed this year that we weren't going to do presents. Our anniversary is quite close to Valentine's Day. Oh, we're like, no. we're like, we'll revisit when it comes time for that. But uh, I am notoriously not a good gift giver. I'm just not. And Grace mm-hmm. is pretty good at it. Um, and so we just decided we're not going to do one this year. And I, I know how these things work, man. I, I'm not. I'm not totally naive. So I. I texted her yesterday afternoon before I leave the studio, and I said, Are we still sticking to it? Yes. I said, are, are we still sure about this? I can run to CVS right now and make something out of this. She was like, no, 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 no gifts. I did. I, she goes, I did get you a card and made you cookies, though. I'm like, well, oh, well yeah. there, here we go. Now, so yes. So the answer is yes, Cameron. You do have to go to CVS. And it was just me and... A lot of desperate-looking fellas walking into CVS. Had to get... Bunch of last-minute losers. Yes, yes. (laughs) I got some Reese's eggs because there were none of the Valentine's Day one left. Lucky gal. The eggs are better anyway. (laughs) Yeah. So she made me cookies. I got her some Reese's eggs and and did the dishes. Wow. Special treatment. It's... uh, It takes me back... To like one of our first, my first big Valentine with my now wife of 25 years was right out there on the banks of the Brazos. And Aaron will remember this place as a longtime Wacoan. Over out kind of near MCC, maybe out by the lake, there used to be this like amazing place called, it was like a fine dining. I think it was called. Aaron, what was that, Longwood or something like that? Something like that, yeah. If you yeah. went down 19th uh-huh. and then turned at that, I don't even remember the name yeah. of the road, but that, that oh. used, to, used to split the NCC campus. Yes. Um, okay. It was kind of and down that road off to the left. I've passed that sign oh. thousands of times, never ate there. Beautiful. Like, Cam, I'm talking whatever is considered the, the finest dining in the Greater Waco area the now. Brazos Landing, yep. Well, that's that's that's, that's good dining, awesome. man. Well, it's casual good and dining. I mean it's everything. Yeah. But but my goodness, Longwood Inn. I mean, we're talking 
Chateaubriand, some of the stuff they had on that unbelievable Brazos Landing Valentine's. And uh, But anyway, I just remember, it's just amazing. You made me think back on my, that was our first Valentine's after we started dating. And boy, she got me a bunch of awesome stuff. And, I, and she sent me a singing telegram. Oh. One of her sorority sisters came out there and did a little number for me. I mean, it sounds a little <laughs> odd, but <laughs> this I is mean, unbelievable. A, yeah, and then it was like a a box. I had to kind of a crate full of gifts, and we had started dating in November, end of November, and then into December, January, and so February. See, was no, no, no. But we, it was just that. Boy, we were. It was full bloom. Okay, about wow. three or four months in. And um, and yeah, we were we were off to a we were off to a strong start there. But I just remember that Valentine's and going out there to Longwood, and um, yeah, it was. Uh, she was an undergrad, and I was at Baylor Law School. And the rest is history. All right, the rest is later. certainly history. Yeah. Now, so you but you got the Reese's. I like that. You got, the, you got Reese's the, eggs. I like the I like your first your first instinct is to go to CVS. <laughs> like that's the first thing you think of. If you make yeah, me think I didn't of know like, where else to go. <laughs> like, well, there's a few <laughs> other places. I mean, our community yeah, has a lot of nice places you could go and get, and get stuff. But like, I know what you're talking about. And then you could you could maybe go get her some of those bubbles at CVS. Yeah, like five dollar bubble bath kind of some stuff. nice lotion. You know. <laughs> They've got wine there, too. You know, I could have, but she's like, no, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. So I tried not to worry about it. Aaron, Aaron, do you, Valentine's, is it, if you had some good Valentine's Day experiences over the years, do you, do you just kind of go solo and just do your normal thing? Or what's the, what's the, when's the last time you really had a great Valentine's Day, would you say? Would have been uh, it would have been uh, three years ago. It was pretty good. Okay, okay. Aaron is three years removed from a strong. Well, Valentine's they were all good. Day. It's just that that, yeah. that involved Valentine's activities. The other ones yeah. didn't. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Okay, yeah, I whoa. like that. I, I like that. <laughs> we're, we're, I'm not going to pursue that one. Regular too days, much, but Valentine's <laughs> Day activities. I won't be swept up in the uh, in the uh, frenzy. Caused by a, a big greeting card. Yeah. Good for you, man. Truly. Yeah. Big, greedy. I, big I flower. <laughs> Don't let big flower win. <laughs> That's the other thing. I wish I could just grab flowers on the go. I Obviously, you can't do that on Valentine's Day, right? No. But just in general, am I, am I sounding like a Jerry Seinfeld bit, or are flowers just too expensive? Like, I don't want to knock what the florists are doing, but why? Why? Our flowers no. so expensive. You pick one no, out of the ground. You just need to you need to do the right holidays. They're still great to do them, but like the if you wait until the day, I mean that's right, I mean, right. And you can't fault them. They get like two enormous days a year. That and whatever else. Mother's uh, Day. But Valentine's, Mother's Day, right? But Valentine's trumps everything. So that's their Super Bowl. And and I've got a, a buddy who's I've got a buddy in. I try to have a guy in every industry, but I've Perfect. got a guy locally, and uh, 
and I've been known to call at the last minute, and yeah, but he's he's unbelievable. But yeah, it's it's like anything. I mean, the biggest rackets that to me that's fine. That's their business. That's their Super Bowl. If they want to jack up the prices on Valentine's, got no real issue. The the to me the biggest gal like the biggest gouging that takes place in journalism history is obits, like the yes. obit section of yes. newspapers. It's like. Oh, you! Oh, somebody died. Oh, and you want to put something in the paper about them? There's like, it's like seventeen hundred dollars. Sound okay? Is that oh. good? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, oh, like thousand bucks to put like like five paragraphs. Yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> it like, sounds like me. what it's like for putting for getting <laughs> flowers for funerals. Like that's that's where I noticed it a few months ago. I, it was oh. someone in my life that I wasn't really close with, but I was. It was a friend from from home. And his dad yeah. had died, and so I wanted to, you yeah. know, give something nice for the funeral. And I'm like, they start at like 250 bucks, and I'm like, yeah, I, I know, I just can't I afford to be nice. I can't I do that. That's what you should say in the text to your friend. Just, it's Go, a big I had funeral. Some, I had a thought of getting y'all some flowers, but, but big funeral is the one that's doing pe- it. Enjoy just a just a nice donation to whatever they're into is fine. If you want to do flowers in lieu of flowers, you know, twenty five, fifty bucks to whatever it is. And you're good, and they I think appreciate that. I think yeah, yeah. Better. I think that's I think that can be a memorable thing. All right, today, and for some reason, I'm having trouble now. I've lost the feed, but I, I think one of the greatest things you can do in all of sports is when when tigers when tigers out there playing, and it doesn't happen that much anymore. And he's obviously had to have more surgeries and all. But oh, there he is. Okay, I just lost my feed for a minute. Tiger is even. And he's 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 played nine. He's made the turn. He's actually playing. He started. Um, okay, I think they're showing. Yeah. So he's even. Okay, I'm getting his highlights now. But he is even through his round, and he's made the turn. And it's just. And I know Cam, you just went to a big golf tournament. Aaron likes the majors, and I think he likes watching Tiger. But for. Those of us that Tiger's about my age and Aaron's age, he's a tad bit younger. But, like, we were in college or I was in law school when he won his first Masters in 97. And so this is we're kind of seeing the very end of his career right now. So when he's still out there, I don't care what the event is. And this is the Riviera. It's a decent event. This is Genesis. But it's his event. He kind of has his name on it. And he's still kind of stiff-legged from the wreck. Doesn't move that well. Just broke up with Nike for the first time. You know, they were together for whatever, 30, 30, 25 years or whatever. And he's just broken up. In fact, the TW, Cam, you're a big logo guy. Big you love logo a good logo. Yeah. The TW is going away. The famous TW logo that's on all the Nike stuff. Um, they made the announcement yesterday that that's going away. That's one of the but, great uh, logos, too. Yeah. Recognizable a, brands of my era. But if you and uh, if y'all have access in the studio to ESPN Plus, this is this is this is the kind of day ESPN Plus was made for. In addition to watching Baylor women's basketball, right. ESPN Plus offers um, stroke by stroke coverage of these PGA Tour events. And now Tiger is through fourteen and is is on the fifteenth hole and is even for the day. And to me, I, I again, I know he's he's probably not going to win another major, 
and he's probably not going to win another golf tournament. But when he's on the course, it's still a major stop-down thing for me. No matter where you stood, and I know a lot of people say, oh, Tiger got in all that trouble, I, whatever. He's the greatest of all time, and I'm a big Jack guy as well. But Tiger's the greatest of all time, and so when he's out on the course, I stand at attention. And, um, and of course, he would never show up at, like, the WM, wherever you were hanging out, Cam. He would yeah, never, it wouldn't lower would himself to that. Stoop, yeah. to, stoop to that kind of scene. But um, to watch him in this round, that is, that, is, that is everything. That is everything. And to still have that opportunity uh, is greatness. So he is out there right now, and he is even. Cam, are you a – I mean, you – as you were growing up and really getting into sports in junior high and high school, you were kind of, I guess, seeing the end of his reign a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. but you but did you get into the Tiger Mania at any point, or were you just not yeah. a golf guy? No, never a golf guy. And my yeah. friends, who have a lot of them have become big golf guys, did it. Yeah, like once they went off to college or started making money, which I haven't done yet. So. Um, I have to refrain from I, I like I don't golf. One of my, in fact, another one of my friends is having a bachelor party in a few months that isn't going to golf. It is golfing. So I don't know what I'm going to do for that. But yeah, Tiger. Obviously, I remember the the first crash, the driveway crash, uh, and all that yeah. came after that. That was middle school. I think it was seventh grade. And you know, I mean, he was obviously a massive star, like right to that point. Like he was still at the top of the game. Right to that point, that, but that that Aaron, so Cam doesn't know that that was the biggest, like that was that was like an enormous. That I mean, well, you do know Cam because yeah, you were paying attention to sports, days but just like from right a tabloid standpoint, yeah. that had about that had all the layers to it because then all the folks that Tiger had been hanging out with, you started learning more and more. But that was um, that that wreck or whatever it was. And in the aftermath, and I always love that it happened like next to Wesley Snipes' house. Wesley yes, Snipes. who has the same birthday as me, by the way. Wesley Snipes. Oh, nice, nice. In case you needed to put that feather 50, in your cap. Passenger fifty-seven. He was. He's been in some interesting ones over the yeah. years. I think White Man Can't Jump was my favorite. But um, yeah, that that was uh, that was huge. Okay, before and I'll get uh, we. I'll keep you updated on on Tiger. Um, the. Uh, the latest coming out of Kansas City today, uh, after that parade that turned ugly, Aaron, I was just looking at this. Eight, they had a presence of more than 800 police officers who were either in the building or nearby Union Station, which is that kind of gorgeous backdrop that when they had the draft there a few years ago, that's what you see. And... And it, it, it turns out, let's see, three people were detained, two of whom are juveniles, and firearms were recovered during the mayhem. Um, and the detainees can be held for 24 hours before charges will have to be filed. And it looks now uh, one dead. Total number of victims is 23. And the more you watch this story, I mean, there were some heroes, right? There was a Chiefs player who was, and, and even Mahomes' brother, who gets a lot of flack, he was seen calming a child that couldn't find his parents during the, during the mayhem that followed. A player was, like, calming a kid down. There were some really neat things that happened. 
you know, afterwards. And um, and Cam, we'll come back to this because I, you know, you you were in Boston and and that one I can remember being on the radio when that happened and it was such a massive story and I and I would think anybody that was around Boston at the time was touched by that story. But anyway, I'm glad more people weren't killed. One uh, person killed. Uh, the 22 people injured in the shooting range between the ages of 8 and 47, and the children that had to go to the hospital, the great news that came out like last night was that all of them were going to make full recoveries, believed to make full recoveries. So, <clears throat> But, again, this was some ridiculous dispute. You know, un- unlike the Boston, which was just flat-out terrorism, you know, right, just these right. these brothers that did this horrible thing and planted that bomb. This was idiots showing up with guns in two groups getting in a fight in gunfire and then and then putting the lives of peril of these thousands upon thousands of people who were down there to have a fun parade. So sickening deal, and we won't get into the whole because, of course, everybody will want to yeah, after in the aftermath of these things, we get all kinds of gun arguments break out. But I think we can all we can all agree that these were idiots. I to mean, be able you know, to agree just on that, yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, now we've got we got a big one planned for you here. Dave Campo, former Cowboys head coach, joining the Mosley Show next. Baylor Big 12 Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears hit the road in Big 12 play, headed to Morgantown to take on West Virginia Saturday. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. How do you measure the human spirit? In pounds? In milliliters? In the distance traveled between yesterday and today? Or maybe there's no way to measure the human spirit because as you remind us every day, it simply has no limit. Learn more about how we care for your whole body, mind, and spirit at adventhealth.com. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true! At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product, so give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Hey, right now at the all-new Volkswagen of Waco, we're holding a February all-out sellout. That means we're out setting all-time sales records, so you can expect huge selection of brand-new Volkswagens, big discounts, easy credit, top dollar for trades. Look, it's car buying, simple, easy, and fun. 
We're the hometown guys. Volkswagen Waco and VolkswagenWaco.com. The best price, the best place, <laughs> the best way to buy a car. On the road with Mr. Rhodes. Hey, here's a shocker. Cars are bigger than people. So if you're behind the wheel, be careful. Those crosswalk stripes, yeah, they aren't left over from National Paint of Street like a zebra day. They mean you need to stop for people in crosswalks and yield the right of way when turning at intersections. And no looking at phones, photos, texts, emails, or holding your jeans or where that nickel fell. Oh, and please slow down. Sound device. Mixed in with professional sound effects. Be safe, drive smart. A message from TechStop. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Patients everywhere are experiencing joint pain relief thanks to QC Kinetics regenerative treatments. So how does this non-surgical approach work? QC Kinetics medical director, Dr. Aaron Wolkoff, explains. It's like when you get a paper cut and the cells that come onto that scene first stop the bleeding and then it recruits more cells to form new skin and new soft tissue. And then you look down a week later, two weeks later, and it's like nothing happened. And that paper cut never existed. In this same way, QC Kinetics uses your natural biologics to help repair Repair and restore aching knees, hips, shoulders, and backs. We take those same similar cells in different areas that are arthritic, are painful, and we cause this kind of internal self-healing that can resolve patients' pain. Relief without surgery. See if you're a candidate for QC Kinetics regenerative treatments. Call QC Kinetics, 254-415-4100. That's 254-415-4100. 254-415-4100. The Brazos Landing is where Central Texans go to enjoy upscale dining and delicious entrees, outstanding chef-inspired homemade desserts, and breathtaking views of the Brazos River. Their steak selections include akaushi ribeyes and fillets, Central Texas' largest chicken fried steak, and braised beef short ribs. Fish offerings include Chilean sea bass, pan-seared salmon, ahi tuna, Texas snapper, and shrimp and grits. The Crescent City Chicken is a fan favorite, as is the Margarita Chicken. Selections from the Bayou include Etouffee, Jambalaya, and Mardi Gras Pasta. The Brazos Landing features the best outdoor climate-controlled dining deck in Central Texas. They're located near Baylor University in downtown Waco. And remember to park and walk to the new Foster Pavilion. For more information, visit thebrazoslanding.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. What is Matt Mosley? Matt Mosley Show. And boy, do we have a guest for you from the East Coast. It's 423 where he is. It is uh, Dave Campo, former head coach for the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Man, was that those Super Bowl teams, secondary coach, then the defensive coordinator. What a what a time that was, and even back to his time at Miami. Coach Campo, I've been very excited. I saw you tweeting earlier today about Mike Zimmer, and I thought, my gosh, I got to see what Dave's up to. Um, how are you, sir? I'm good, Matt. Uh, it's been a while, but, uh, yeah, I'm doing great. How about yourself? We're doing fine. I mean, uh, you know, why don't you come on back? Jerry and Steven and everybody would love to see you. You and Zim hook up. Let's just get this let's get this thing going again. What do you think? 
Well, let me tell it. Let me put it this way. I'm doing some radio and TV stuff here in Jacksonville, Florida, and it's better for my heart and my stomach uh, doing this, staying close without having to cope. Catastrophic. <laughs> well, I mean, I to see Zimmer at age 67, a little bit younger than you, not that much, to get back in, you know, we know what he's been through, some family stuff and just some – some tragedy but man he's a coach and that's what you guys do I mean it's hard not to be involved and even like you say you're doing media you're still involved what did um what to see Mike Zimmer go back there where you guys spent so much time together um what was was that kind of exciting for you to uh to hear about to see him you know back in after being out for a little bit I guess he served as a consultant a little bit at the coll- at the collegiate level, but uh, what did you think when you heard that Zim's name was in the running to be the Cowboys' defensive coordinator? Well, I think it made a little sense because you know one of the things that that obviously the Cowboys are trying to get back to is the Super Bowl, and you know Mike has experience there. Uh, obviously, uh, he was there. I I brought him into the league uh, when I when uh, Barry came on, I got him uh, the assistant secondary job. And then when he got the, when I got the coordinator's job, we named him secondary coach. And then when I got the head coaching job, he became the coordinator. So it's exciting for me from that standpoint, because Mike and I go way back to Weber state in 1980 and 81, where he was on my staff when I was a coordinator at Weber. So, you know, the guy's an excellent football coach and, you know, I think just the ability for the head coach to concentrate on that side of the ball, Zim will, will, Zim will do everything he can to get it right on defense, and, and he's been able to do that wherever he's been. What was it about DBs that you and Zim both loved? Because I'm sure he learned a lot of that from you, but he's then gone on to be thought of as a real expert and great in that area. Was that go all the way back to Weber State? What is it about th- that particular, the back end of the defense? Uh, because uh, both both you guys have been kind of known for that over the years. Well, you know, Mike was a linebacker coach originally, and and at Weber, and then when he ended up, you know, when I left and he and Mike Price left, went to Washington State. He became the coordinator, so he had he had a lot of experience on all three levels. I just think that the defensive backs, you know, they're a, they're a, a, a different breed. Uh, they're, they're dealing with those guys is, is fantastic because you get real close to those guys there. You, you have to deal with kind of a personality that uh, they're kind of like divas, like the receivers. So uh, I think just the, the idea that, especially in the NFL, the passing game is such a big deal that I think it gives him an advantage uh, in that area because, you know, the passing game is so uh, tough to deal with. When I came into the Cowboys, Jimmy made me a defensive assistant and kept uh, Dick Nolan as a secondary coach because of the intricacies of of the coverage stuff. And then one year later, I became the secondary coach and just knowing the back end is extremely important, but Zim has the 
the ability to handle the front seven just by his personality. Yeah, and it it, it is a, you know that you see Zim and you think of kind of that red faced. He'll get after you, but it does seem like uh, Coach Campo that boys players kind of like with you they end up swearing by him. Maybe not at the time they're having to be coached by him. Was he even back at at when you're talking about you know back in the day when y'all hooked up 1980? Was he always that fiery? That kind of I mean he does have sort of an old school look and mentality about him and I'm sure he's had to adapt over the years but that's that's what always has kind of stood out to Mike about me you know when I think about him well th- there's no question uh that he's that is his uh way you know he's been that way since Weber State the one thing I loved about Mike Zimmer was that he was not a yes man he w- had his own opinion about everything he made it known he was transparent but when it was all said and done when when i for example when i was the secondary coach and the coordinator when i said hey mike this is the way we're doing it that's the way we did it and and so i loved him because he not only he was not a yes man but he had great ideas the guy's a smart football coach but he's tough and i think the reason that players would say good things about him is that he was transparent. They knew exactly what they stood and what he stood for. Uh, and, but at the end of the day, he would hug their necks at the end of the day. And that's really what both of us have kind of come uh, with our careers about. And uh, I, I think Zim was, a, is a little bit uh, tougher than I am, but he is, he's a very good uh player relationship coach because he tells people what he wants and people see results from it. Dave Campo, former Cowboys head coach on the Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas. Cam, go ahead. Yeah, Coach, and I just wanted to ask kind of on your last point that you made there of, you know, everyone knows it's no secret that that Sim's a tough coach and maybe sworn at before he's sworn by uh, by some of his players. And, you know, the game is, has obviously changed over the years, and yet Zim keeps having these high-profile jobs. So do you think he has adjusted to that, or is it kind of the same old style he was when you guys were at Weber and then with the Cowboys in the decades in between? Well, I, knowing Zim, I don't think he's changed all that much, but I think he – is smart enough to realize that, uh, you know, every player is different. You know, how you deal with every player, uh, different personalities. Uh, I think the one thing that he will bring forth, though, is I think I said this uh, on, a, on, a, uh, on Twitter or whatever, you know, Zim is looking for lions and not the ones that are in the zoo that get fed every day, but the ones that live in the jungle. And he makes that very clear. Those guys that have those lions that have to wake up every day and hunt. And that's what he's looking for. As long as he makes that clear to the players and they see some results from the way things are being done, then the respect factor kicks in. And then it's about uh, if the players are worth the salt, they're going to want to win. And that's what Sim is all about. 
which sounds like you're describing Micah Parsons thinks of himself as a lion, and he like he'll show up in lion costumes every once out. in a while. <laughs> yeah, at, at, after games and that kind of thing. When you think of players like Parsons, and then you think of Diggs and Deron Bland, like how how different will Zim's defense look than maybe Dan Quinn's? Obviously, he'll try to build on a lot of those successful things, but you know Zim's. You know, you know his, his the way he leans on a lot of different things. What what do you think would be the most noticeable changes, or what will be the Zimmer imprint on this Cowboys defense? Well, to be honest with you, no one will be on the field if they're not uh, bought into what's going on. I can promise you that. You know, he'll he'll play a second string guy before he allows uh, people to to not. He's going to lay out his plan, and if you don't buy in, you got a problem. Now, the the thing that gives him the advantage, though, Matt, is he's got he's got some street cred. You know, if you look at his defenses over the years, and you look at the guys that he's coached and that he's that have gone to the Pro Bowl and been successful, uh, he's going to have he's going to have a respect factor right off the bat. Now, that doesn't mean that he's, he might not lose it if he doesn't do things the right way. But I really think that today's athlete is a little different because of all of us. I consider myself a media guy now. So with the media and, and all the, the hoopla and everything, is the players are a little bit different. But Zim is smart enough to tell the guys why as opposed to just you know hammering them and telling them to run through the wall. That's what happened years ago, but that doesn't happen today. But Zim is smart enough to do that. But I think the street cred alone will give him an opportunity to put his stamp on it. And looking back at, you know, all the stops you, you guys have had together, you went over that earlier in the years and years that you guys were on the same coaching staffs. Was there any story early on that you can, that you could tell us on the air anyway uh, about Zim that you thought – yeah, th- this guy is, is in it for the long haul. He, he's going to be doing this for a long time. Well, uh, first of all, what I said earlier about the yes man, uh, I knew he had a future for sure. sure. And and that's why I brought him in. You know, that's why I asked Barry, uh, you know, we need this guy. He can help us win. And he certainly did. But I can tell you a quick story. We're in the 95 Super Bowl year. We're out in Phoenix. And I'm in the press box. That was my coordinator year in the Super Bowls. And, and Mike was on the sideline uh, on the headphones. And, you know, he was signaling the secondary stuff and all that. Well, you know, you, you know that was a tough ball game. I mean, it was, you know, we, we was kind of struggling defensively after they uh, kicked the field goal and then get the on, or excuse me, scored on a drive and then kicked the field goal and we were right back out there. So Larry Brown intercepts the ball and runs the ball down to the, the whatever it was, the 10 or the 5 or whatever, Emmett pumps, pumps it in, and then we got to stop. And now there's very little time left in the game. I, I don't even know the exact time, Matt, but probably a minute and a half. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We're going to win the game. So I said to Zim, Zim, I'm getting off the phone. I'm coming down because I wanted to enjoy the festivities. He cussed me out. He said, this game's not over. You know, this is, you know, uh, don't you come down and this and that. 
when I came down, he and I hardly ever spoke to each other for about a half an hour after the game was <laughs> over because I wasn't in the locker room when all the festivities were going on. So, Mike, you know, Mike's going to fight to the end. That's the thing that sticks out to me that makes him the, the, the guy he is. And I think his players, that's why I think that, you know, you can still be a little old school and still get it done because of, of who he is. And I apologize, yeah. Matt. I just want, I would love to have a follow-up on that one, Dave, because obviously you, you keep up with the NFL these days as someone is a member of the media. Do you think the Cowboys could use a little bit of that right now, that, that, that fire and that fight till the end kind of attitude? Well, let me, uh, let me just say this. You know, I'm not in the locker I wasn't in the locker room. Sure. In fact, I wasn't even in Dallas. But, you know, I certainly watched a lot of, a lot of film on the Cowboys. And, uh, and, and I know Dan Quinn. I love Dan Quinn. He's a great guy. He's smart. You know, uh, his schemes were pretty good. Uh, I think that there were some reasons that they struggled this year that is going to have to be handled in the draft. But the one thing I know for sure is that uh, th there won't be a time when the team doesn't show up. And usually when a team doesn't show up, it, it goes back to the coaching staff a little bit that there might be a little bit too much buddy-buddy and not enough put your finger on what's going on and get it done. And, and, and believe me, I'm, I, I'm speaking a little out of, out of line because I really don't know Dan Quinn in that scenario. But I think they have a good coaching staff there with Harris and the guys that they've got there coaching assistant-wise that they're keeping. Uh, and, and to me, that they probably need a little bit. I don't see Mike uh, McCarthy as being a real you know, shouter or, uh, you know, I, I don't see him get real excited, but usually the play caller does it. That's it. Well, great points there. I, I kind of like, I kind of like thinking that that green Bay game, you watched that live and you may even watch some tape on it. That was, uh, that was embarrassing in a lot of respects because you had a young team, young quarterback, you should have had a lot of advantages in that game and they really didn't stay on the field with them coach. And, and, uh, and they need to address that, and uh, and they will. By the way, what did you think of uh, Jimmy finally getting into the Ring of Honor? I mean, yeah, I know you were you had to be proud for him and excited, but it was kind of funny, wasn't it, to see he and Jerry, you know, together in uh, those announcements and and almost kind of acting like, hey, nothing ever. We never had any disagreements. <laughs> I, 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 uh, for, for those of us who lived through some of that, and you had a better, yeah. you had a ringside view. Um, that was kind of funny to see all that. <laughs> well, I was back there. I came back for it. And Jimmy is nice. not a guy that, you know, that uh, he, he's, he's not all uh, hugs and kisses, you know. And, you know, <laughs> I went back because about a tremendous amount of respect for him uh, and what we did at Miami and while he was there and what he did for me in my career. Uh, so, you know, I was there. And here's my feeling about that whole situation. When things went south, uh, you know, egos got involved on both sides. And mm -hmm. it, it stayed that way for a long time. But I've seen Jimmy after that, for example, at the Hall of Fame induction uh, in, in Canton. I was there as well when Jimmy went in and Jerry. And they were together at that time. You have to remember that they were very close friends. 
in, in college. So I looked at the ring of honor when I was there as the way they were together as a, as a kind of finality or a culmination of something that, that neither one of them really wanted, but they just couldn't say it. You know what I mean? In other words, it, it was, it's kind of final now that they're together and they deserve to be together because it was both of them that did what they did with the Cowboys. It just wasn't just Jimmy and it wasn't just Jerry. So uh, I was happy for both of them. I was proud of the fact that he got in and I, it was well-deserved. Well, I tell you, it's so fun. Um, I reserve the right to follow up with you because that was a great conversation and, uh, and I, I'm glad things are going well in Jacksonville. You've always had that eternally uh, youthful look about you. And uh, quite honestly, I, in fact, I saw your age. I'm like, there's no way he's that old. And uh, I think you uh, – that's, that's, that's great, being in the media, doing all that. I'm glad you uh, have come over to the dark side. And I, I do think yeah. about those, those Miami teams. I mean, there's nobody that will ever say they, they – they coach bigger characters, and, and again, all great, a lot of great players. But Michael and that whole gang. I mean, I, I even Alonzo got some big job recently, and I and I and I made me think back on all those players. Um, boy, Jesse, some of those guys. I mean, like those guys that came even a little afterwards. It's just, yeah, it, it's an amazing. It a, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's amazing. It was group. a great group. It was a great group, and you know, it was the whole thing. Uh, that's one of the reasons we were as successful as we were uh, when we got there. You know, a lot of people thought we didn't know our butt from the hole in the ground when we went one and 15. But uh, when, when that six guys came from Miami, we had coached NFL type players at university of Miami. So we knew we were going to get the job done. And, and there were characters. Uh, everybody used to call us the convicts, but in reality down there, we had guys on the edge but we really didn't have bad guys. In fact, 90% of the guys we had at Miami graduated. And I think that's a testament to Jimmy and the discipline factor and what we did in that area. So it was fun for sure. I'm trying to remember. So were you, were you still on that staff when they came to the cotton bowl that one year? No, was that, that was the year. <laughs> that was the first year we were in Dallas. I believe okay. that, okay. I think that was yeah. in 1989 or 90, one of the Okay, other. yeah. It was like 40, what was that game, 46 to 3 or something like that. Right. Yeah, that, that right. was uh, – that, but that was a lot of guys y'all recruited for sure. And uh, Absolutely. Well, I, I recruited Jesse Armstead. So oh, my gosh. Never got, the, never got the coaching. Carter High. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got yeah. – you, you know, some of those Carter kids on his team, you know, ended up in the wrong direction. You got the good one, right? right? And uh, and then, uh, by the way, our Baylor Bears got, got one of those guys too. Uh, there were a couple of those guys that went on and had tremendous careers. But, yeah, Jesse of that crew um, had the best career and then went on the NFL. So, uh, he was amazing. So, you remember those Carter high school teams that Freddie James coached and all that? So you, did Believe you actually get to go, go to some of those games? Yeah. Well, listen, I went in there to recruit Jesse, and there were literally 40 coaches in there on the same day. On, uh, you know, it, it, he was the number one recruit in the country. And it, it was – listen, they had, they had five or six guys that were good enough to play in the NFL. Some of them took the wrong road, as you said. Yeah. And 
Jesse was the one, though, that when had the common sense. He hung with a lot of those guys, but he never took that final step to get involved with the with the real bad things. Yeah. Well, my my buddy was uh, that, that in later years I got to know him. Played at Baylor, Lachey Maston from that team, and he ended up playing in the NFL. You probably remember that name, right? And uh, right, absolutely. He, he, and he ended up becoming a Dallas cop after uh, after all after playing in the NFL. So pretty neat deal there, Coach. That was great. I'm so glad to get to catch up with you, and uh, we we'll, we will be in touch, and I'll talk to you soon. All right. Hey, listen. Enjoyed it. Uh, and, and go Cowboys. You know, I, I'm, I'm really a, a Jaguar fan as well, but uh, I, I'm a Cowboy. You know that, and I wish him for sure. Through and through, and the Jones family still love Dave Campo for sure. There he goes, Dave Campo on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We'll do a little NFL blitz. We'll do it next. Baylor women's basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women home in the Farrell Center Sunday hosting Texas Tech. 2.30 for the countdown to tip off. It's a 3 p.m. tip off Sunday for Baylor Tech women's basketball. Join Derek Smith and Lori Fogelman for Baylor women's basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100-plus years of combined experience specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real-world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan and at PioneerBoys.com. Since 2006, Scott's Lease Trailers has leased commercial belly dump trailers and commercial flatbed trailers to customers throughout Central Texas. The leases at Scott's Lease Trailers are available long-term or short-term. They have several trailers to choose from, and all their trailers are guaranteed to pass Texas Department of Transportation inspection at pickup. Family-owned and operated and located in Cossie, Scott's Lease Trailers. They will answer your phone call no matter the day or time. Call James at 254-422-5375. That's 254-422-5375. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. Universal Windows Direct. 
spring is right around the corner, and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows, and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by Energy Star for years. There's finance options to fit any budget. That's any budget. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free home estimate. Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760 and be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Hey, Central Texas, the next time you need someone to cater your group meal, remember Hellberg Barbecue. They cater events any size from 10 people to 1,000, from pickups and deliveries to full-service banquets. Barbecue is what Hellberg is famous for, but they can also work with you to create custom menus. High-end events complete with hors d'oeuvres, plated meals, carving stations, and elevated presentations, each are Hellberg Barbecue specialties. Their catering professionals can create the perfect meal for any event, no matter your budget. Twice named one of the top barbecue joints by Texas Monthly Magazine, it's time to try Hellberg Barbecue. Hellberg Barbecue, just salt, pepper, and a whole lot of prayer. 254-265-5387, 8532 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, and at hellbergbarbecue.com. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Mosley Show with Cam Stewart. You know him. You love him. He used to be on a, a show called the Drake Toll Show. Seems like a lifetime ago, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now that so crazy part kid's of the out press box. doing slug games. <laughs> yeah. The banana. Savannah bananas. And making constructive criticism. As Matt learned you know, today. Yeah. You know, <laughs> talking about the audio of our podcast we did. Well, very, very appreciative to, to Drake keeping us all straight and uh, and his uh, his time here at ESPN Central Texas. Um, that was fun, guys. Dave Campo, a man for all. And how about that? Going all the way back to Zimmer at Weber, Weber. State. I mean, 1980 and 81 with Zim. I look, guys, Campo's 76 years old now, still looks young. Kind of does a little something to that hair. Puts a little bit of color in there, but it looks great. Looks great. And uh, and uh, fun to have Campo on. Golly, it was great catching up with him. All right, you hear the music. You know what that means. And, and a reminder, by the way, 420 today, I believe. There's always fun stuff happening here on the Mosley program. Cole Stasio from the Baylor baseball team will jump on. Cam's good uh, longtime buddy, Max Calderon, making that happen. And uh, we, uh, we have waited to see if Cam's relationships would pay off. And it looks here like they're starting come, to, <laughs> to really pay off now. Uh, Aaron, what do you have? What do you have in store for us on uh, as we uh, do the NFL Blitz. We just heard Coach Campo talk about new Cowboys defensive coordinator Mike Zimmer. Mm -hmm. Zimmer today, when asked about his new job as Cowboys defensive coordinator, said, quote, 
We're not trying to re- reinvent the wheel. The uh, former Vikings head coach who returns to the job he had from 2000 to 2006 in the franchise with which he broke into the NFL in 1994 said, quote, we're not trying to reinvent the wheel here. I mean, they're pretty good. All right. right. Makes sense. I mean, <laughs> he's not wrong. Right. They are pretty good. but There's a little more yeah. of that quote, but that was the meetup. If they could do a new <laughs> wheel, I mean, that would be fantastic. They need to. I think I think they ought to reinvent it. I mean, dude, yeah. they've got to. The old one's I'm, been around for a long time. I agree. Get new to get some new tires. I would, re, I would reinvent. I like the players. I like a lot of the players, but like reinvent the playoff wheel. And the thing is, you can't. I mean, there's not a lot of stuff you can do. You can't change quarterbacks. You can't change. I mean, they got a lot of good defensive players, but. I kind of like what Coach said there. I like that part where he said, hey, maybe things were getting a little buddy-buddy. I mean, yeah. it's like kind of, hey, I like Dan and appreciate him. But, hey, Dan was a guy like to turn the cap around backwards, get in there, run some plays with the players. And I promise you, as he said, Zimmer will not be trying to be friends with these players. So, you know, if they need to get jumped – or whatever, it, it, this will be a little different approach. They could come to my driveway if they need to get jumped. I'll tell them <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you even know how to put jumper cables on? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, that's that That was it. That was what I was talking about. Actually, I, do, I don't know. I, I was about to say I thought he I might. Like, if it wasn't such a drastic result if I got it wrong... Like, I feel like I'd blow up the that's, car. That's you a good point. Like, I could probably figure it out, but like, I don't know. You just look at the, like, the plus and the minus and, like, the two colors. You you understand that part of it, don't you? you I, just Matt, I don't even look. think I've even tried. <laughs> You've never jumped the car? I don't think so. I mean, may, I mean, if I did, it was, like, with my dad there, and he was like, come on, son, let me show you <laughs> how to jump the car. <laughs> like last week? Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. A mere hour ago. Aaron has jumped. Plenty of cars. Now, Cam, have you changed the flat yourself? No. Nope. <laughs> See, I don't I've think people. I've inflated tires, and that's a that's a lot for me. I don't think people in Cam's age range, Aaron, have ever had to get the jack out Ugh. and get the tire off and do all that, especially like on a busy highway. And and any and people in our age range have all had a go at it. I'm not saying I was very good at it. But we've all had at least a go at it. Yeah, and I've always had smaller cars, so I always had those terrible tiny jacks that you have to uh, yeah. wind up like a jack-in-the-box. But, yeah, <laughs> nice. I, I've definitely changed plenty of tires. I don't now, anymore, though. I get roadside triple, assistance just for that reason. I don't need any yeah. auto shops listening in right now and knowing how little I know about cars. I, I, I don't. I don't need to get the phalange. No. <laughs> Man, no. With that little, that vest, that, those those clothes you wear, that hey, preppy look you have. Whoa. No, I'm just saying. Come on. I was dressed like John Morris today. I don't know what you're. <laughs> they see you walking up and they start rubbing their hands together. They, they are very, yeah. And then they heard you. They talking see the about, Baylor sticker at the on the back. Oh, that's know. that kid from the Mosley oh, show. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Triple-A is one of the best investments in, in life. Oh, it's better than the major. It's a, it's a huge – yes, it is. 
Triple A is a wonderful. That's why I can't investment. do all these things. And, and even with a battery, because they'll they'll show up with like an interstate battery. Oh yeah. They'll put They've the new battery before, in, yeah. or they'll put the new tire. Tire. Golly, I say things. I still have a lot of country in me. All right, Aaron, continue. The Seattle Seahawks informed quarterback Geno Smith that he will remain on the Seahawks roster through this week, according to Adam Schefter. That is important because Smith's contract calls for a $12.7 million base salary next year that becomes fully guaranteed tomorrow, provided he's still on the roster. So uh, I think it was an easy move because he's going to be their starting quarterback this year. But, uh, you know, it was a nice move by the organization to let him know that that money will be his and that he didn't have to worry about it. That was the only – the money was guaranteed for injury only at the time Smith signed his three-year $75 million deal back in March. It makes me think – it makes me think, Cam, of of, uh, that deal with Russell Wilson where they were just like, Mm -hmm. hey, Russ – we need you to, like, well, didn't they start sitting him? They, like, <laughs> ripped him out of the lineup. Yeah. Like, we're not going to pay this injury this injury money. We're not going to. And, and even when they were in the playoff uh, picture, you know, they were working on him like, hey, we're going to really need you to opt out of this. He's like, wait, why would I opt out of, like, a, a guaranteed whatever it is, <laughs> like 30 or $40 million? Don't you love this oh. business? It's crazy. If I'm this, Seattle, this... I might just move on, though. Gino's going to win too much. He'll win seven to ten games. Don't do that. Roll with Drew Locke and win two. <laughs> right. It'll be a fun like, two. Did we see Drew in something in, in late in the year? He won a game for him, yeah. Him? That, yeah, see, yeah. If ended got, up. see if you've got some magic, and if you don't, go five oh, and twelve. You, you don't. Yeah, you <laughs> right, don't have that's magic. What I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. He's kind of fun to watch. Like, would you have just as uh, almost as good of a chance with Cooper Rush as your starting quarterback as Geno Smith? Like, how I mean, much yeah, of a be how much, much of a drop off would it be from Geno to Cooper? A, a game or two, maybe. Like, maybe. I, I really there's so many because especially with the way the league is now, with so many teams trying to tank. Like, well, I saw it with Cam Newton on the Patriots a few years ago. I mean, you can. You know, moonwalk your way into seven wins. It can happen. <laughs> I've never understood that. Like, Cam could just do anything, and Belichick, like, you know, swore by him and stood by him and yeah. said beautiful things about him. Yeah. And poor Mac. And, I, I mean, the guy was a pro bowler. He went to the pro bowl in his rookie <laughs> year, and I've never seen a coach just turn on a kid like that. Like, it's like – like Bill hates him. It's a it's a very nasty. It's a nasty thing. And I know you probably want to dog on him too. But I I like the young man. And I, I think it's big. It's a, bit, well, a little bit unfair. He's had three different. Yes, he's had he had freaking he had a special teams coach and a yeah, defensive coordinator trying to call plays yeah. for him in his second <laughs> year. In his third year, they brought in some other idiot. I feel Bill for O'Brien. Him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so he's had like triple idiots. He's had three years of of just, like, no help. And he was actually pretty – oh, McDaniels. Let's give McDaniels – okay, he was okay. All right? Yeah, did and a he heck of a, a job with him. a decent year under him. Yeah. And then and – then, but we're all going to act like – everybody acts like, oh, he's just horrible. He's a horrible player. And he's had nothing. He's had, I mean, it's just unfair. And meanwhile, all these other guys get, like – I mean, my gosh, if you'd only been lucky enough to start out under the great Kyle Shanahan. Hmm. 
this is great for me. The fact that we're having this great Mac Jones discourse and it's not even me defending him. This is perfect. Mac I've Jones. suggested the name Mac for a son someday, so it's not he after is. Mac Jones, but after Mac Rhodes. He yes. is uh, Mac sure. Jones. As we sit right now, is about fifty minutes away from us, working his tail off, just in film study and out in like a fo- football barn setting, and he's just, he's just, he's just. I mean, getting after it, and he's. He's just within about an hour of where you sit right now, Cam. You think so? He's in our, well, no, I know so. Oh. I know so. Yeah. Just. He's in like Hillsboro, just slinging that thing? Hmm. Yeah, Watch move on up film. 35. Yeah, yeah, actually a little closer to Fort Worth. Watch but anyway. Hatchy? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trying to say take the left. Go left <laughs> at the fork and go out that way. Okay. Um. All right, Aaron, do you have one more? I do. The. Uh, Bears, who have the uh, number one overall pick in this year's NFL draft, continue to revamp their roster as they prepare for the draft. They've released veteran safety Eddie Jackson and guard Cody Whitehair. The moves will save the Bears approximately $21.5 million against the 2024 salary cap. All right. Bears making moves. Who else has a lot of cap room? The Washington Commanders. And I did want to let both of you guys know, Tiger is still even. He's gotten back to even. Just had a birdie a second ago. Had an eagle opportunity. Came back with a birdie. And I just saw Gary Woodland, guy who won a U.S. Open, uh, like four putt from three feet. So these greens are a little slick out there at the Riviera uh, uh, Country Club or Golf Club in Los Angeles. But uh, Tiger loves a good Poana green. He grew up playing them. And so it's great to see him back out there. And he is even as he plays the 18th, his 18th hole right now at Riviera. All right, next. Why is a Baylor assistant talking about getting back to the glory days of Baylor football in 2013 and 14? We discuss next. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Announcing the $12 lunch menu Tuesday through Friday at the Brazos Landing. This menu is the most diverse in town. No matter what you're craving, it's a good bet. The Brazos Landing has an entree to satisfy your appetite. Check out the one-of-a-kind 8-ounce Akaushi burger or the 6-ounce Akaushi ribeye chicken fried steak. Their chili relleno is famous, and if seafood is on your mind, try the shrimp or crawfish etouffee. We're I-35 of the Brazos River meet the Brazos Landing, Waco. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Hahn, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. It's 9.30 on a Saturday night. You're at the ballpark getting hot dogs for the kids and your debit card doesn't work. Lucky for you, Central National Bank's after-hours service is ready to help you get out of all kinds of ninth inning jams. Just contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening and we'll connect you to a local person who can answer questions and fix problems. Bank different, bank central, Central National Bank. 
Member FDIC. Hey, Central Texas, it's Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Next time you're ready for a weekend getaway or a staycation, remember Element Waco Hotel. Element Waco Hotel offers its guests superb combination of luxury and comfort. Rooms are big and spotless and feature an upscale, modern-looking feel. Also have the suites that are perfect for you to host a watch party for the upcoming game. These suites include full-size kitchens and two TVs. Meeting spaces for birthday parties and small events are also available. The Circa Kitchen serves fresh chef-inspired cuisine made with locally sourced ingredients. The bar is a great place to enjoy craft cocktails, local beer, and organic wine. Open to the public seven days a week, 5 to 10, and the beautiful heated outdoor pool and hot tub. The location is hard to beat. 2200 North Robinson Drive, just off the famous Waco traffic circle. It's time to enjoy the best. Element Waco Hotel. The Big 12 Shootaround. Weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas. My house has a new is right around the corner and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here call universal windows direct of central texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member universal's exclusive unishield windows have 11 times less air infiltration as standard windows and they've been awarded the most efficient windows by energy star for years there's finance options to fit any budget that's any budget contact universal windows direct of central texas for a free home as Universal Windows Central Texas.com. That's Universal Windows Central Texas.com. Or call 254 301 7760 and be sure to check out their great Google and Angie List reviews. I love my windows. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Mosby's Land Management is a family-owned business that's been serving the Central Texas area for over 20 years. We're an all-inclusive land management company that provides services such as tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, land cleaning and clearing, mulching services, demolition, cleanup, haul-off, culvert installation. Give a local Central Texas company an opportunity to work for you on your farm, ranch, personal property. Give me, Mosby, a call, 254-749-1648, or check us out on Facebook. I'll treat your place like it's mine. Morrison's Gifts and would like to thank all of their friends, family, and extended family, their customers, for another amazing year. They would also like to extend a special thanks to Eminem Broadcasters, ESPN Central Texas, and Shooter FM for helping grow their business through the uncertainty of the pandemic and recent economic concerns. Morrison's Gifts would especially like to thank the community for shopping local. Morrison's is a proud Baylor alumni-owned business serving gift-giving needs of Central Texas. Go see our friends at Morrison's Gifts on the corner of Waco Drive and Valley Mills, close to Jason's Deli. To the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Well, I'm kind of liking this. We're having a big time today. And uh, I, I like this 420 guest we have coming up. And uh, I like, you know what? I wish Cam... Uh, Aaron would put a verse next to his Twitter profile. I think feel like he makes it all about himself. Uh, I, Cole Stasio, who we're going to have, has the Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. Cam, off top of your head, can you walk me through Jeremiah twenty nine eleven? What is that? What does that involve? Do you know? 
Uh, I just think 29-11, that's, that's weird. You'd have to have, what, a touchdown, a two-point conversion, and a field goal to get to 11? <laughs> this is how you break down Bible are you Are you trying to expose me to the audience, Matt? No, I don't know Jeremiah 29-11. <laughs> I know it's out there a lot. No, I would I never get, I get try John 3.16, and that's about it. Oh, no, yeah, I, I, I know that Matthew, what, Matthew something, 1926? 20, I know that one, too. Okay, what Take is it? That. That's uh, uh, with man, it's impossible. With God, all things are possible. Or, hey, hey, now we're talking. Yeah. Yeah, you know John 3.16. John 3.16, that's over easy. This thing. Yeah. Why don't we pick a verse? Aaron, let's come up with a verse and let's assign it to Cam. Uh, just a, a verse that would be good Something for him. Something that really him. embodies and, me. No. I, I should wanna... be like the other journalists who just put all the past jobs they've had on their bio. and then start, Or all the local news people who are like, foodie, storyteller, scratch golfer. Formerly KNCC in Charlottesville. Lead anchor. Current and then former. Everybody that comes yeah. here either went to that Mizzou school for journalism yep. or or the, um, the Cronkite school out in Arizona that State. Yep. I mean, it's a, it's a real um, – and Nicole Sheeran went to one of those. I mean, she went to Georgia, but then she went to – did she go to that Cronkite school? I believe she was big... in also in. Well, I believe she went to a Big Ten school after that, USC. Oh, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah, she went out to USC SC or LA, right. one of them. I think it was SC. All right, but we're she's all a dog a... though. She'll <laughs> tell you she's a dog. Georgia, Georgia. Yeah, Georgia. she's barked. She's barked on here before <laughs> and done all that. Um, kind of exciting to see the Bears headed off on this trip. In fact, I mean, just the I'm looking at the social media today. That's exciting, and then. Uh, uh, Cole Stasio, you know him, you love him, and uh, he's gonna be he's gonna jump on with us at 4:20, and we're gonna kind of check check out you know check Baylor's temperature as they get ready for this uh, classic this thing going on up at uh, Globe Life. And how cool is it to play where the Rangers just won the World Series? I mean, every, it just everything about this thing is gonna be a fun way to start the season and. Uh, I like I, when Cole's out there uh, on the mound. I kind of feel okay about things. He got that big, he got that big leg kick, and then he'll deliver it w- from the right side there. Okay, um, Cam, do you have Dallas Baker's tweet, uh, recent tweet? Do you happen to have that up right now? I, you, I sure you do. You or Aaron? Yeah. Okay, I. This was it. This caught both of our eyes, and this involves what Baylor has done recently. With this offensive staff, sort of some of the people they're trying to bring in, and it involves also. It's interesting. I want I want you to read this, and then we'll. I want you to give us the context too, of where Dallas remind people where he played. Oh yeah, his college football. Because I think, I think we've we've identified something here of of major interest. But read Dallas Baker's tweet, involving what the Bears are looking to do. Yeah. With this um, with this new offense under under Jake Spavital, and and I think we, I think we may be onto something interesting here. Yeah. So the tweet is more or less a tribute to Corey Coleman. Got a couple mm-hmm, pictures of him, mm-hmm, him with the Blitnikoff mm-hmm. Award, and Dallas says Baylor's the last college in the state of Texas to have a Blitnikoff winner in the last fifteen years. I think it's redundant there. Anyway, fun fact: that was the last time we ran the offense that we run now. 
little hint as to what Spavadol's looking at, Matt? That wow. sounds like we are running this thing all the way back. And you'll remember Dallas Baker. You know, we, we, we've talked about kind of the grand picture of it, of how you know, Baylor doesn't, doesn't want to talk about those Bryles years. And obviously, we don't want to talk about the off-the-field stuff. But I think what's gained some momentum in the last year or two, especially from those former players, is why can't we talk about the good things that happened? This was the, the glory days of Baylor football. This is the most, the best sustained success they've ever had in over 100, in 120 years of playing football. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was the most exciting time for sure. Obviously, we're putting up 50, 60, 70 points a game. And, and they had the nation's attention with, you know, the chrome helmets and the great uniforms and the and the unbelievable offense and the wide receivers going in the first round every year. Yeah. And it was a big, big deal. And But now, you know, even talking about that success is is like saying Voldemort, right? Can't do it. Don't want, it's all in the past. Can't even do a blackout anymore. We don't want that. We don't want to be tied to that. And I think it's interesting that it's coming from Dallas Baker because you'll remember Dallas Baker was a star on those late noughties, like 07, 08, 09, Florida Gators teams, national yeah. championship Florida Gators teams, which had its fair amount of turmoil. And obviously they had that Swamp Kings documentary, which Dallas was actually in, um, talking about, you know, the, the tumultuous team and what happened to those characters, not the least of which being Aaron Hernandez, uh, who was something of an understudy because they wore the same number. Um, but looking at, you know, oh, look what, these characters and not in the good way that was on this, that were on this mm-hmm. team. And Dallas Baker afterwards was kind of like, well, wait a minute. You know, I, I was on this team. You know, I, I wasn't out there committing crimes or, you know, like Aaron Hernandez killing people, <laughs> you know, it's not, it's not all bad. And we did some really great things that we should be able to celebrate. Yeah. And it's just eerily similar <clears throat> well, to what it's like right now of, you know, it, this was a small portion of the players and, there was a lot of great on-field success. It was a yeah. great time to be and a Baylor Bear. A lot of great dudes. I yeah, mean, I think back yes. to somebody I saw the other day, Clay Fuller. I think of Colin Brents. I think of just incredible. I mean, Terrence Williams Jay went Lee. on to have a nice yeah. NFL career. Tremendous guys on those teams. And, you know, there's been, and of course, they had the recent case. It's like this. It'll never go away. Okay? It'll always right. be a shadow that hangs out there. But. You know, I, I, I kind of think it's refreshing that Kapilovich, uh, the new offensive line coach, Jake Spavital, Jared Anderson, I mean, they were coaching other places. Jared Anderson was at TCU. But they, they viewed those teams. They've looked back at the film. They remember the greatness of those offenses. And they're leaning into it. Like, the run game that we're going to have is, is going to be based like it was what Baylor did in 2013. Mm-hmm. So, the... The awful stuff that happened off the field, yeah, I mean, it's there, and we'll always be dealing with that, and that's a horrible deal. And a lot of people lost their jobs. A lot of people had their lives ruined. Um, and we're talking about the victims, you know, in, all, in those cases. But what happened on the field, again, <laughs> they, I mean, it was hugely successful. And so for these, for these guys to um, – kind of lean into that and go and then Dallas Baker to basically say, Hey, we're gonna run the same offense yeah. they had during the Browse era. Now he didn't say again, I'm putting words in his mouth. He didn't say, Hey, we're going back to the art days. But right. what these coaches have all said to us is we want to do what Baylor was doing. 
2013-2015, who else was great then? Who else? Was, there was some greatness. That was the TCU Horn Frogs. Yeah. And that's what's wild to think about <laughs> is Gary and Jarrett Anderson, who's going to be the tight ends coach, you know, and, and Gary, I believe, starts work tomorrow. There's some guy on Twitter. Have you seen this guy, Cam? He keeps saying, Baylor hadn't said anything. Baylor had Yes. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we've had Mac on. Yeah. <laughs> we've had Mac on, and I, Gary goes to work tomorrow. Like, I, I, I think, believe it or not, that all can happen without a press release. Yes. I, I don't know I don't if they're going to do a press release or not. That. Yeah. I don't think yeah. Mac or I Gary I mean, the, the news is out there. Okay. Cole had the news. We've all reacted to it. And um, and so, anyway, I, I just thought that was interesting. Somebody's like, oh, why hasn't yeah. Baylor? Mike, well, some, he's a TCU guy. Yeah. The director of athletics. He is a TCU guy, I can tell. And just tweets The director about of athletics was on the show with us two days ago talking about it okay so i don't think baylor's trying to hide anything here but it's it's really fascinating to uh let me look at my time here oh dang okay let's let's put a pin in that let's come back to it yeah cam yeah yeah i think that's i think that's worthy of us revisiting but a baylor pitcher as they're getting ready for this big event and man i'm excited about this thing uh happening up in arlington cole stasio is uh is going to join us next. Baylor women's basketball all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. The Baylor women home in the Farrell Center Sunday hosting Texas Tech. 2.30 for the count. Cam Stewart, Aaron Sexton, we roll on. Been a great show. Now joined by Cole Stasio. And uh, Cole is a pitcher for the Bears. Been coming out of the bullpen had a great season going last year and uh, and got hurt. But, Cole, this has got to be an exciting time. Uh, welcome to the show. And what's the uh, what's the excitement level as you guys get ready to get this thing going? Yes, sir. First of all, thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure being here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we are ecstatic. I mean, the energy is just completely just out, out of the roof. It's it's pretty awesome being here at Globe Life and everybody's just, you know, you know, once you start playing each other so many times in the fall, it's just, you're just chomping at the bit to get going and face somebody new. So uh, just being here and being in a new setting and hitting BP today and just, and just having practice at Globe Life, it's, it's kind of becoming a reality for most of these guys now. It's going to be a first college game for some of these guys and it's just an exciting time. All right, and and what do you what do you make of that place? I'm sure you've been to games there and that kind of thing, but just the the and then the fact that they're just coming off the World Series that even gives this thing a little more pizzazz, uh, especially for us long-suffering Rangers fans to see that happen. Did you get caught up, Cole, in watching some of that? And uh, you can be honest if you're a fan of another organization. I know you're. Uh, your father was a part of a couple of organizations uh, in Major League Baseball, but did you get did you guys get caught up in watching the Rangers? Oh, for sure. We had a we had a, a whole our whole team watching a couple of the games, and it's pretty cool just seeing the the rivalry from some guys on the team that are Astros fans or different guys that are <laughs> Rangers. But uh, definitely, it, it's pretty surreal to to come to a come to this place just knowing of of what was happening and you know how 
it's just exciting that is just to be able to watch it on TV and then then be somewhere and go to just kind of feel that energy without you know being there. Cole, I yeah. thought Matt was going to coax it out of you, but I'll I'll just go ahead and ask: Are are you a fan of one of those organizations your dad played for, specifically that one in the Northeast? You know, it's it's kind of uh, it's kind of funny because growing up when I was uh, younger, I was I was kind of a Yankees fan for a little oh, bit. Oh, uh, yeah. oh, well, that was I mean I love watching Derek Jeter play and. When I turned 13, I got to actually, I got to see him play. My parents took me to a game, but now uh, I really don't have a, have a team. I kind of follow some of the guys that I played with. Um, I got to play with Tristan Casas, who's up there with the Red okay. Sox. So I'm kind of, yeah. I'm a fan of him. I'm a fan of, I just love, I love baseball. I'm a baseball guy. So I just kind of whatever game's on, I'll turn on and watch. But I wouldn't say that I'm a hardcore fan of anybody right now. All right. Well, if All you right. become a Red Sox fan now, you can't be accused of being a bandwagon. I'll tell you that much. So just keep that in mind. And, and Cole, I wanted to ask you about this team, the one that you actually play for. Obviously mm-hmm. still a, a ton of young guys, a ton of new faces. Uh, has that been an adjustment for you within the last year of, you know, first off rehabbing and getting into back into to playing mode, playing shape? but also taking on a leadership role on this team as not only are you really young, just like they, you guys were last year, but a lot of turnover from last year as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think coming in um, just from last year, coming back to school and seeing a whole lot of new faces, obviously, I mean, that's always different. You're, you're meeting new guys, you know, you're trying to build that, that team chemistry again, but um, just being able to, I mean, this team is so close out of, all the teams that I've been on in the past and even like just growing up, my high school team, we were super close and we still are to this day, but um, this team is just by far just, just so close. And we like everybody hangs off, uh, hangs together off the field. And it's, it's definitely been cool for me. Just, I mean, rehabbing back and uh, taking a step back, you know, being able to watch baseball and just, just watch the guys. I became a fan of everybody now, you know, I just want to see, everybody excel and and you're kind of kind of become a fan when you're standing off on the side but um yeah if you would ask me a couple months ago if I thought I was gonna throw you know we didn't know what was going on but God is good and it's definitely a blessing to be able to you know I'm getting closer now and uh hopefully be back in the next you know week or two or three or however whatever it takes but um yeah this team is it's gonna be a lot of fun to watch I mean we have a lot of a lot of personalities, a lot of guys that just bring energy on the field. And, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be a lot of fun. Where are you in that process? Sounds like you're getting close. Um, are, are you able to kind of throw flat? I mean, how close are you to going kind of full throttle? Because, boy, if you think you're going to get in the game in a week or two, I'm sure you're already starting to ramp it up. And, like, how yes, frustrating – I mean, you, had a, you were really on a nice roll – last season um I, I bet this has been a long and arduous uh, approach was that pretty frustrating at times or did you deal with it and move on pretty quickly and just jump into the rehab what's that whole thing been like yeah you know rehab's always tough um it's, de- it's definitely not easy but um yeah I'm off the mound I've got a pen tomorrow so you know uh just kind of taking it day by day and rehab's definitely it, it's helped me a ton I've, I've been able to work on so much i put on like close to 20 pounds since last year i've been in the weight room hitting it hard and 
I just think my body's the best it's ever felt. Um, my arm's starting to feel better and, uh, I'm just taking it day by day. You know, I've, I've been able to kind of learn more about myself. I've been able to kind of watch back games from last year and just think about things that went well and things that, you know, might've not went well and work on myself mentally. I've been able to grow more in my faith. Um, and it's, I'm just, I just feel blessed that I have this opportunity to, you know, come back as soon as I, I did. I mean, I got surgery, what, it was four months ago, maybe, and we're already back mm -hmm. and kind of, kind of going. So, you know, I'm just, I'm just happy to be here. I'm happy to be able to, to, to kind of cheer these guys on this weekend and, and, you know, help some of the younger guys out too. You know, it's tough for a lot of these younger guys and we're going to have a lot of young guys contribute this weekend. And you guys are going to see a lot of new faces and uh, just kind of coach these guys in the bullpen. Just, you know how tough it is that first time you get your name called and your heart starts racing. And a lot of guys just kind of black out. You get off the mound and you're like, what the heck just happened, you know? <laughs> just kind of telling these guys like, hey, it's just a game. It's just another stadium. You know, take a step back and just take a deep breath. It's the same thing we've been doing all fall. You know what I mean? So just kind of taking that standpoint for myself, I mean – if that's how I'm going to be used this weekend, that's how I'm going to be used, and I'm uh, taking going to make the most of it. That already sounds like a coach on the field, Matt. I don't know. I was talking about leadership. I think this kid's yeah. ready to coach. Uh, speaking of coach, you know, obviously, yeah. <laughs> obviously not the season you guys wanted last year, but a lot of just transition, right? And I know coaches are always looking for buzzwords and for themes going into seasons. Was there a specific theme that Coach Thompson was looking for or a certain word that he was looking for out of you guys as you moved through the fall and now into uh, the start of the season here this weekend? Yes, sir. So our whole thing as, uh, as a team has been together. I mean, we have um, – that's kind of been our – that's how we break out each practice. That's how, that's how he's break, broke out every meeting. Um, it's just we're, we're in this thing together, and we have one pulse. You know, if we're, if we're working together, if we have just everything going at the same time, and we're, we have each other's backs, you know, a lot of great things can happen. And uh, we also – he gave us um, this wristband. It says no reserve, no retreat, no regrets. And that's just another thing that we're kind of – kind of going to live by it's um you know just not leaving anything in the tank once you get on the field it's and coach Thompson says it all the time ding ding so uh it's, it's time to go and tomorrow's go time so it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun we may adopt that um on our show Cole I like that might get me no into some trouble but we'll do it no retreat <laughs> no regret yeah I like that and I'm sure that'll end up on some t-shirts and that kind of thing uh, Cole Stasio joining us right-handed pitcher uh, for the Bears on the Matt Mosley show here with uh, with Cam and that's uh, did you I was wondering did Cody Bradford I it seemed like he stopped through town and I would imagine he stopped by the ballpark and and um, did you did you guys get to spend time with him because I would think for a, a young reliever like yourself that would be an invaluable experience to be around someone um, that's uh, done it and obviously just pitched in the World Series. Um, what, what have you, have you gotten to spend any time with him? Yeah. So he, um, he came in and he talked to us and I mean, he's such a cool guy and, and it's, it's cool to just see somebody as, I mean, as young as him, it feels like, you know, he was just here at, at Baylor and, and to be able to watch him on TV and to see a fellow Baylor bear, you know, out there just, um, doing, doing well. And it was really cool to kind of pick his brain, um, 
we we all got to kind of spend a little bit of time with him but he uh you know he he talked to us all and just kind of ran us through how it feels to play at that um like on that level and just in in front of that type of crowd and, and you know the different emotions you feel and the different energies and how to um kind of just figure out yourself and, and how you excel in that um and kind of that platform in that area and that's something that Mitch has done here in his you know, a little over a season that he's been back here at Baylor is bringing, bringing some of those old players back that were there in, in the glory days. I know Cody Bradford's a, a recent one, but we see them at the luncheon and saw them at some games last year, some of these these uh, legendary Bears. What's that been like over the last year plus to see these guys coming back to the program and, and reaching out to you guys, the current team? Yeah, it's I mean, it's awesome. It's just it's cool to see that support and just how how much of an impact that Baylor made because – you know, we try to try to tell some of the guys that are just getting here, like, once you get on campus, it, it flies by. Like, here, I'm sitting here, and we got the last uh, – my last season coming up, you know what I mean? So, it's kind of like, like wow, this, this goes fast, and it's cool to see these guys come back. Max Muncy came back and, and hung out with us. He hit BP and uh, and just kind of talked with us. And, and they, everybody says the same thing, just enjoy it while you're here. And and I think that's probably one of the best pieces of advice that somebody like that can come back and give a freshman or sophomore guys that, you know, are just starting out. It, it's kind of, it, it's able for that, or it makes them see like how important it was to those guys. And it's just like, Hey, enjoy this. Every day's a, a fresh day. Don't like kind of hang your head on something that might've happened in an inner squad or in a game. You know what I mean? So uh, that's definitely really cool to see. Um, and it's cool to see how much of those guys grew as they were here, just, just hearing them talk about what they were like when they came into school and, and how they were when they left and how that kind of um, qualified them for the level that they're at now. So it's really cool just to kind of pick their brain, just hear them talk about their different um, experiences and, and, how, and how, that, uh, how Baylor shaped them and prepared them for that. By the way, do you sense that after all this and the surgery and everything that your velocity could you could actually gain? I mean, I know you're going to have to ramp it up a little bit, but I can I kind of sense that the way you're talking, you kind of think you may come out of this thing better than ever. Um, and, and again, you may be a little bit different pitcher, but do you kind of think you might even gain some velocity and and uh, and you know as you as you get out there in a few weeks? Definitely. I mean, I think. Um, if you take rehab seriously and you just take, you know, everything that's getting thrown at you uh, and just and just work with it, I mean, you're going to come out better, you're going to come out stronger, whether that's mentally, physically, or whatever. But, um, yeah, I definitely feel like, I mean, I, I feel like the sky's the limit. I feel like I've, last year I just kind of started tapping into that potential that I that I have. And um, I, I think that, that Bilo can definitely – grow I, I my last couple of pens I felt great and it felt a lot easier than than before my body's moving better so I think uh um gaining some velo can definitely um be uh um a part of that I I, I definitely think that that's gonna happen but um you know I'm I'm a guy I like to I like to throw a lot of strikes that's that's always what I've uh prided myself on um I like having multiple pitches and um I like watching guys like Dane Dunning or Stroman, you know, the guys that, that don't particularly throw a hundred. They, they're guys that are sitting 90, 92, 94. 
and uh, are able to throw multiple pitches in the zone and get guys out. That's that's what I um, kind of pride myself on. But if the velo comes and it and it and it adds on, you know, I'll take it. So uh, that's definitely. I think it'll be there. I think I'll uh, add a couple. But um, yeah, for sure. Well, we uh, we wish you the best of luck. This is the uh, this Shriners Children uh, uh, College Classic. That's a mouthful there, but that's going to be fun with some great teams, and hopefully you've been helping your bullpen mates out, getting ready for some of these hitters. Nebraska been known to come out slugging, but some really good teams. So you are going to find out right away. Now, do you want to pursue, I mean, is your dream, like a lot of these guys, to play like your dad did and try to make it professionally? You're also spending a lot of time in the classroom, it seems. You're on all these academic, all Big 12 first teams, so you're, it appears you're going to class uh, as well. What do you? What's kind of your hope after you uh, after you finish this next season? Or I, you you may have I don't know how much eligibility you have. Do you actually have two seasons if you want them? Um, yeah, I, I have. Uh, this is this is my last season. You know, we're um, trying to get a year back, but uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think this is. Uh, We'll see. We'll see on that. I, I'm not 100 percent sure on on that one, but uh, yeah, I want to play baseball as long as possible. I mean, that's my dream, and if that's God's plan for my life, that's that's what I'm going to do, and that's something that I've worked my entire life to get to. So, um, yeah, that's that that would be the most amazing thing ever if I could play professionally. I, I think that I can. I think I have the talent too, um, but. Uh, you know, I, I really haven't thought of another avenue other than baseball. So mm-hmm. if, if coaching opens up, maybe that could be a, a opportunity that I'd pursue. Um, I'm an entrepreneurship major, so uh, maybe uh, starting a business of my own would be something cool. But, uh, yeah, baseball is definitely my plan A, and I can't say that I have a plan B right now. So I'm just pursuing that. I like it. I like it. And, uh, well, we wish you the best of luck. Can't wait to watch you get back out there and you can you're going to be a great resource for your teammates in this uh, particular event cole thanks for doing it and uh, look forward to seeing you soon yes sir i really appreciate how uh, you guys having me on thank you very much you bet there he goes cole stasio Baylor bears right-handed pitcher man for about four months out of surgery he's getting close he's back on the mound and uh he's got some uh He's got some sessions coming up here, and then maybe here in a couple of weeks, maybe about the time they go play DBU or something like that. I haven't looked enough at the schedule to know when that is. <laughs> Just but, throwing it um, out. Yeah. I think DBU is on the schedule. But one of these games in the next two or three weeks, we'll see him out there. And I'm telling you, he was – he had like 22 strikeouts, only like nine or ten walks. He's a strike thrower, and he was getting them out of some games. And if – if there's one thing that got the previous coach in trouble, it was the bullpen went sideways on him in a huge way his final season or two. And um, and when it was when he was when he had good seasons, the bullpen was great. Bullpen was amazing. So it's just a huge. I don't. It used to not be as big a thing in college baseball. Now it's now it's everything. Now you go to the College World Series and you and these guys are in there in the third inning. They're like make you know like okay that guy gave up one run. Let's go to the bullpen. So it's a uh, it's a bullpen game uh, these days. All right, fun to visit with young Cole Stasio. Thanks to Max Calderon and the Baylor program for making that happen. Campus Confidential is next. 
Baylor, Big 12 Basketball on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears hit the road in Big 12 play, headed to Morgantown to take on West Virginia Saturday. 4.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 5 p.m. tip-off Saturday. Follow the Bears through the Big 12 Conference with Pat Nunley and John Morris here on the flagship station for Baylor Basketball, ESPN Central Texas. The Brazos Landing is where Central Texans go to enjoy upscale dining and delicious entrees, outstanding chef-inspired homemade desserts, and breathtaking views of the Brazos River. Their steak selections include Akaushi ribeyes and fillets, Central Texas' largest chicken fried steak, and braised beef short ribs. Fish offerings include Chilean sea bass, pan-seared salmon, ahi tuna, Texas snapper, and shrimp and grits. The Crescent City Chicken is a fan favorite, as is the Margarita Chicken. Selections from the Bayou include Etouffee, Jambalaya, and Mardi Gras Pasta. The Brazos Landing features the best outdoor climate-controlled dining deck in Central Texas. They're located near Baylor University in downtown Waco. And remember to park and walk to the new Foster Pavilion. For more information, visit thebrazoslanding.com. Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock Furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. The next time you need service on your garage door, do yourself a favor and call Precision Garage Door Service. Veteran-owned and operated Precision Garage Door Service services all brands. They offer same-day service with professionally trained technicians arriving with fully stocked trucks. All calls are answered by a live operator 24-7. All major cards are accepted and financing is available. Serving all of Central Texas, Precision Garage Door Service. You can book your appointment online or call 254-522-9657. Learn more at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. At Kalea Wealth Management, we believe in growth. Whether you're expanding your business or planning for the future, we're here to build a relationship with you and provide a clear path toward your financial goals because growing together is success. Kalea Wealth Management Group is a Central Texas team at UBS Financial Services, Inc., member FINRA SIPC. For our client relationship summary disclosures, please visit UBS.com slash relationship summary. 
Witt Building Supplies. Your one and only trusted building supplies company now has two locations. Same great quality, same great prices, two great locations. Gatesville in Marlin. Witt Building Supplies proudly offer a comprehensive selection of metal building systems to meet all your construction needs. With our extensive range of materials, we ensure you'll have everything you need. Commitment to quality and customer satisfaction. We strive to exceed your expectations. Visit our new and second location in Marlin, Texas, just down the road from higher prices. Is it time to upgrade your garage, barn, shed, or warehouse with a new garage door? Veteran-owned and operated, Precision Garage Door Service boasts the largest garage door showroom and design center in Central Texas. Revamp your style with new customized garage doors with windows. Free estimates are available, and all calls are answered by an operator 24-7. Precision Garage Door Service, 1100 Jewel Drive, Waco, 254-522-9657, and at PrecisionDoorCentralTX.com. Ask about their financing options. By Jim Turner Chevrolet. Jim Turner Chevrolet is just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and they will treat you like family. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley. Cam Stewart doing his thing today. Thought he was really good when we were talking there to Cole Stasio. Didn't think he got too. Uh, I mean, he got a little excited when it turned out Cole's dad pitched in the Red Sox organization. I kind of like that. Even though Cole's putting up great grades, I think Aaron kind of liked that too. He's like, hey, there's no plan B. There's no plan B. Well, I mean, he's in there getting, like, unbelievable grades. Yeah, I think he'll do all right for himself. Academic All-American type. But Cole's just kind of like, huh, want to play baseball. Never thought about anything else. Want to keep playing baseball. And you know what? If you were a big kid like that and you had that kind of velocity and that kind of arm, I mean, we'd all be the same. We'd be like, sure. hey, how do, we, how do we prolong this thing? And how do, we, how do we do something? How do we play for a team that's not the Savannah Bananas? That would be kind of fun, though. But that would be fun, too. <laughs> or what's that thing? What's that thing, Drake? Who's he with? The road Party animals? animals. Mm-hmm. The party. That's kind of describes him in the ATOs, doesn't it? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Boy, you're giving him the satisfaction of us talking about him on the air. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> I've been asked not to mention that name again uh, by folks on campus. No. Mainly me. Uh, let's, uh, let's continue here in the spirit. And I like, too, he kind of mentioned his faith. I know we had mentioned earlier we, had, we were hoping maybe you would put a Bible verse next to your Twitter. Yeah, we, I think we tried. I, We're workshopping it. I like the, uh, I like Matthew. Kind of like to work through Matthew. Who look at Cole. Cole's following us now. It looks like on Twitter. So let's I nice. couldn't really get past the Yankee thing. I, I kind of tuned out <laughs> after that. Cole Stasio. Did he say you like the Yankees? He did, didn't he? Yeah. Early on. Yeah, like any great Yankee fan of. Yeah, I like Derek Jeter. I don't know. I don't really watch him now. I like the two of us tried to investigate what that injury was. I, <laughs> we were, we were <laughs> to no avail. We were, it was like True Detective or something. <laughs> what about that surgery? <laughs> the baseball players and coaches they do not like sharing a whole lot of. So we didn't dial down too hard, but very interesting. He's almost ready. He's he's pitching off the mound, and that is very good news. Now, Aaron, there's a lot of stuff out there floating around. Uh, it is Campus Confidential, and uh, we thank Jim Turner Chevrolet 
for being such an unbelievable sponsor of this fine segment. Uh, Aaron, what do you have for us today? Baylor football continued their great momentum for the 2025 class with another commitment last night. Mm. Their seventh for the 2025 class. That's a big one. Four-star running back Caden Knighton, the top-ranked running back in the state of Oklahoma, number seven overall recruit in Oklahoma, and 247 sports composite, number 23 running back in the country committed to Baylor. Last year in 12 games, he rushed for 2,278 yards and 35 touchdowns for Wynwood, Oklahoma. That's three touchdowns a game he averaged. He had offers from Colorado, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, Texas, Michigan State, among others. Take that, Longhorns. (laughs) Take that, Dion. Yeah, get you some of that. Wynwood, Oklahoma. And I like, I like too. Guys, I like that he's kind of out there already. Oh, he's excited. Did you see that quote? Kind of recruit. Yeah, he got a, I like that quote he put out there. There's a train coming through town and it ain't stopping for anybody or something to that effect. I'm in, man. If you don't want to be on it, jump off now or something. I'm so in on this. Uh, and they're I, in the and they're in the finals now for another four star kid seems to be trying that way a receiver from Brandeis in San Antonio not Brandeis College in Waltham Massachusetts uh, so this this Keenan Hall effect Matt we've talked about it it's 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 real it's tangible <laughs> we're seeing you, it by the way and I know he Keenan is I mean he's having a huge impact do you think this is going to get old for those. All those other assistant coaches who are out there recruiting <laughs> like crazy. It's like every kid, we're like, and again, I think this one was certainly attached to Keenan. Yeah, he was the first it, one to offer him. It's, it's <laughs> almost yeah. like we've we've only sent Keenan out on the on the recruiting trail. All <laughs> well, that's what it seems are, like. They all have links to him. <laughs> I know, but everybody's doing their thing. I love <laughs> Keenan. Sure, we had him sure. on. He's a big Mosley Show guy. Said he really uh, enjoyed. He said, said he liked the new kid. I don't know who he's – I guess he's talking about you. So he enjoyed the new kid. Now um, – Yeah, he's he's retweeted a couple of times the Locked On Baylor, which I find uh-huh. is funny. He's probably – because he's probably thinking, man, this guy, so positive. Like, he's just – he's just building us up all the time. I like this, uh, you know. I don't know. <laughs> well, you're, you're headed in the right direction. Well, look, I can't uh, say anything bad about him yet. No. Well, you he's shouldn't. You shouldn't yeah. be trying to. Oh, what do no. you think – Winwood, Oklahoma, where he's from – is the birthplace of one of our country's military heroes. Ooh. You care to guess. Comes from, and, and this is a, I believe this gentleman is still with us. Wow. A is military hero us. who's still with military us. Military hero, I believe I believe he's with us. Ooh. Let me, let me try to help you because you're a guy that likes the military. I mean, most of us do. Well, yes, but I do. I appreciate the military. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of the military. Yeah, You're attached. The U.S. one have, specifically. We've got grandparents who are heavily. I've been watching this Masters of the Air. I kind of like that, by the way. I had to get past the one of the stars was also the star of Elvis. The Elvis ah, Miles movie. Teller. Yeah. Nah. Oh. Miles is in it, but I'm talking about the guy that actually played Elvis. Miles the, Teller. Uh, no, sorry. No. Uh, Miles, Te- Miles Teller is a different military guy, right? He's a uh, Top Gun yeah. too. <laughs> Who's yeah, the, what's the name of the guy? Uh, I don't know, but every time I see him in the oh. show, I'm thinking he's going to start playing the guitar and stuff. <laughs> but I, and he kind of talks like Elvis in Masters of the Air. <laughs> it's good. It's good. If you like Band of Brothers, you'll like Masters of the Air. Um, Austin Butler. 
Austin Bush. Yes, That's yes. His four-decade military career, General Tommy Franks. Ooh, I thought you were going to go Colonel Tom Parker. Okay. No, Tommy Franks, that's a good one. Leadership is Commander-in-Chief of the U.S. Central Command in Operation Enduring Freedom in Afghanistan and Operation Iraqi Freedom in Iraq. I think the former went better than the latter. But <laughs> I think you, uh, buried, Tom, the, I think you yeah. buried the lead here, by the way. Winwood, Oklahoma, all respect to Tommy Franks, of course, is also the hometown of one Joe Exotic of Tiger King fame. <laughs> I know you were getting to that. Is he still, like, in jail somewhere? Uh, probably, yeah. Had that, had that good die job that he got. <laughs> his, yeah, his I'm looking at his mug shot right now. Oof. If we lost his loved one, his loved one, um, you know, his partner. Is that we, true? We lost him. You know, in the show, I think we, yeah, he, he we had to say all goodbye right, to him. Gosh, I don't um, remember. All right, Aaron, let's get back, let's get back into some campus confidential. Uh, what else do we have? No games in the Big 12, men or women. But the big ticket tonight is on the women's side as number four Iowa hosts Michigan. That's a 7 o'clock tip on Peacock, of all places, as Caitlin Clark needs only eight points to become the all-time leading scorer in college basketball. She would pass Washington's Kelsey Plum for the scoring lead. She needs eight points. To show you how, barring an injury, inevitable it is, she scored in single digits only once at Iowa. She had eight points and fouled out in a 77-67 loss to Northwestern in January 9th of 2021. That was the 10th game of her freshman year. Freshman year yeah. Since then, her lowest point total in the game is 15. That's just incredible. It sounds like me back in the – Back in the rec league and only days. one single-digit game since she's been playing college mm-hmm. basketball. Pretty Shoots good. like I do. Pretty yep. good. She, yep. Um, I, I've looked it up. Michigan, not good at women's basketball. No. Also bad at men's basketball. Yeah. And, um, Double whammy. And that'll be a joyous occasion. I, I would say she'll have eight within, like, the first three minutes of that game. <laughs> It'll just be boom, boom, yeah, boom. Yeah, she'll like want to get it over with. She needs to break the record on a three because that's her game. But, uh, yeah, that'll be great. And they're 22-3, and three, and at least one of their losses, or I know one of their losses, came to K-State of Big 12 fame. Hey, guys, the, our, the Baylor women, um, I think they lost. Yep. They did, yep. Yep. I have confirmed. Um, and Texting Nikki. Hey, did you guys lose last night? <laughs> no. I watch them, <laughs> and I'm bummed. I'm bummed. They kind of tried to duke it out, and at the last quarter they were kind of firing away there, and it actually was an interesting quarter, um, and they may have eked out a, a fourth-quarter win. That used to be that used to be a big Baylor thing when we were back in the day. We were really bad at sports. In certain sports, you'd be like, well, won the second half. Won the second <laughs> half. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Nothing Aaron made me more upset. Most days in first place. <laughs> Especially when they went into halftime down 20. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Scott way- still likes doing, like, we, we need to win this media or we won that media. That was good. And it's different when you're in a game versus, you know, we're down 20 and now uh-huh. we're down 14. <laughs> we won that media. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know what's going on with this team because I really like – 
bugs. And then I'll look at the, like, from where she's shooting from and how athletic and excellent she is, you can't, like, there should be never a scenario where she's, like, three for 11 from the field. And Sarah uh, shot it a little bit better last night, but there's just not the only positive thing I can say is Nikki's been kind of leaning into Jana Van Geitenbeek off the bench, and she's hitting threes and scored 13 points. I mean, I I would be tempted. They're going, they're kind of going so poorly right now. I would be tempted to just roll with like Yaya Van Geitenbeek, and um, who's the who's the young lady that transferred from Iowa State, Danae Fritz. Fritz, yeah. I would I would like a full sub out of guards because they're just not getting consistent play from their starting guards. And that's supposed to be, like, a huge strength of the team. And, you know, it's not like Dre can do it on her own, Asia. It's a, it's a, this is a – things are not – this is not a consistent team right now. Maybe they'll get it together. But if I – I don't have this in front of me. I would guess that their record is, like, six and five or something in conference. or It's just not – this is a struggle. All right. Um, kind of like me talking about last night's game. Um, <laughs> You're the one pushing <laughs> it. <laughs> I know. I know. Aaron, I just call, I want to call it like it is. Um, what else do you have, sir? Ohio State has fired head basketball coach Chris Holtman, ending his mm. tenure as the Buckeyes coach just shy of his seventh season in Columbus. The uh, school announced the firing yesterday, said a co- associate head coach Jake Diebler will serve as the Buckeyes' interim coach for the rest of the year. Holtman had four years remaining on his contract, still owed about $12.8 million by the Oof. school, according to the ESPN article by Jeff Rosello. That's a – talk about Michigan's not good. Neither is Ohio State. <laughs> There's a reason why they fired him. And they haven't been for kind of – really since Bad Mata left. They had a few well, – Like just here and there. They had a few the tournament, tournament – Appearances year, under him, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they were good. I mean, they had some good moments under. When that, I was young, right. they when they had Greg Oden <laughs> yeah. and Mike Conley. That was a, that was a good team, man. And then Sollinger no, a few years later. They've had some great. They've had some good moments. And this guy, well, I always feel bad for the folks that had a team pointed in the right direction during the pandemic. Like they that was mm-hmm. that was a good Ohio State team, and they never got to see what it was going to become. And now he is out of a job. There's some bad basketball. Michigan's bad. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State's bad. I heard a couple of names for that job. One of them, interestingly, is a guy named Lamont Paris. Now, they got killed last night. But he's had a good year at South Carolina. And he was on a staff with Shaka in Akron back uh, 2000 to 2005 or somewhere around then. And, or 2005, 2010. And... Guess who the AD was at Akron at the time? Ooh, would it be one Mac Rhodes? Yeah, yeah, and Mac is big time buddies with uh, Shaka and Lamont Paris, and Lamont Paris is kind of a hot name in coaching because of how good a job he's done but, ooh, at tough South night Carolina. For the, for the Gamecocks last night, yeah, they got crushed score? by like oh, forty. Oh, oh, but but he's done a terrific else, job. Somebody's else up for Ohio State. Who did I hear? Well, you know who they want. They would love to to coax Jay Wright out of retirement. That would be something. Mm-hmm. I think Jay's enjoying 
retirement. All right, Aaron, any any others? You're good. Uh, one more real quick. Uh, okay. New Alabama head coach Kalen DeBoer retained and promoted two assistants today, Freddie Roach and Robert Gillespie. Both assistants worked under Nick Saban. Roach played for Alabama, spent the last four seasons as a tight assistant. Gillespie is approaching his fourth year in Tuscaloosa. They have both also uh, were promoted. Gillespie will remain running backs coach, added the title of assistant head coach, and uh, Roach also added that title under new head coach, Kalen DeBoer. Wait, his name's Freddie Roach? Yeah, same as the uh, same as the boxing trainer. <laughs> oh my gosh! I think Matt's thinking of Papa like Roach. Freddie Kitchens or whatever that was a coach, but yeah, Freddie Roach. I didn't know there was another. I didn't either until that the- is weird. Okay, yeah. When you said that, I'm like, wait, that's the boxing guy that's always on on those pay per views <laughs> and everything. <laughs> oh man, Matt, you All want right. one quick trivia question before we get you out of here? It's one answer. Does it involve the military? No. Well, I don't think so. Okay. Uh, but I just saw up there, you might have saw this too, Shaq got his number retired with the Magic. He is now one of two players in the NBA who has their number retired by just three franchises. The third player who would have it three or more would be Bill Russell across all franchises now. Do you know who the other one is? Three different teams all have his number retired. Shaq has three places. There's a great hint I could give for this, but it'll give it away. I'm trying to mean like. I'm try, I'm, um, what if I told you they both went to the same college? But wait, shit! This guy went to LSU. What are you saying? He sure this did. Guy? Yeah. Oh, Pistol P. Yes. That surprised you? Three, three teams. Three NBA teams. Yeah, that's what it said. Atlanta, New Orleans, ABA, and, I thought. and maybe maybe Utah retires it too, but that's the same franchise. I don't know what the third one was. He did play for the Celtics for a year. I don't think it was that one. Golly, I don't. He certainly wasn't the greatest player ever, but like the greatest showman ever, probably so. And one of the probably best so. or college players. Yeah, and he has a. He's one of the few guys that has an arena oh, the, named after him. The Pelicans retired his number. Ceremoniously, I guess. Be, for be, it being New Orleans. Oh yeah, because that was an old it is ABA, New Orleans, yeah. or that was an old uh, yeah. He might have been with them. That's kind of fake. Only one guy in baseball, I think, and that's Nolan Ryan, which is legit for three. Angels, Astros, Rangers. But anyway, anyway, I said that would be quick. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, good stuff, Cam. Appreciate you. Get trivia every day. Try to get you. <laughs> okay, we're this is helping you prepare. It's when's trivia night? That's tonight. Uh, That's place. tonight. Okay. With special okay. guest, future mother-in-law. It's going to be a big team tonight, Matt. You got to be careful about that because you haven't sewn this thing up yet, and you can't be like saying that on the radio. Hey, well, who knows? Who you can't be we, assuming things. You don't know the yeah. whole story. Maybe it's not my call yet. Maybe some okay. of the parties involved want to wait to get out of school. And only one of them's in school. Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't know we had a <laughs> graduate school. Don't Oh, okay. Don't think t- <laughs> Don't don't go down that direction, Matt. Well, graduate I mean, I school. We're the same I mean, age. I think that's fine. All right. Um thank you, Cam. Good work today, okay? Thank you, boss. You certainly had your moments. It is Cam Stewart joining us 3 to 5 every day on the Matt Mosley show. 
And we continue on. We've got more. Man, that Campo was awesome earlier. We'll let you hear a little bit of uh, Dave Campo, and then we'll start getting you ready uh, for a huge event that will take place um, at the Foster Pavilion on Sunday afternoon. All coming up next. Find sports news, streaming, and show podcast at SyntechSportsFan.com. Whether it's a problem with your debit card or just a simple question, things always seem to come up when your bank is closed. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you have access to a real, live, local person who can resolve issues and answer questions from 6 to 8.30 every morning or from 5 to 10 o'clock every evening. Bank different, bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? Hi there, this is the Foundation Doctor. I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call of the day at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. An exceptional experience and extraordinary results. That's what you receive when you hire the attorneys at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James Law Firm. Craig Cherry, Ryan Johnson, Mark Sigmund, and Scott James are trial lawyers with 100 plus years of combined experience, specializing in catastrophic personal injury and product defect cases, as well as business disputes. They have unmatched credentials, real world experiences, and a passion to serve your legal needs. The lawyers at Cherry Johnson Sigmund James have obtained substantial settlements and over $2 billion in verdicts for their clients, due in no small part to their ingenuity and relentless tenacity. They also have knowledge in business, finance, and engineering. Learn more about Cherry Johnson Sigmund James at cjsjlaw.com. Their Waco office is on the ninth floor in Roosevelt Tower, 400 Austin Avenue. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Elevate your lifestyle with a Baylor Club membership. Enjoy unparalleled access to our exclusive lounge area located in the heart of McLean Stadium. Membership with Baylor Club means you're part of a vibrant community where networking and forging lasting connections is as easy as a smile and a handshake. Indulge in members-only events and personalized service that caters to your every need to make every day extraordinary. Contact the Baylor Club member membership or private events team at 254-710-8080. Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? No, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. It has to withstand all that Mother Nature can throw your way. So it makes sense to have the best. McAdams & Sons Roofing is your first choice when it comes to protecting your valuable asset. 
experienced professionals using only the best materials. So for new construction, re-roofs, repairs, or remodels for composition and metal roofs, think McAdams & Sons Roofing first. And now McAdams & Sons Roofing are installing seamless gutters. They're insured and an A-plus rating on the BBB. McAdams & Sons Roofing will come out, take a look at your roof, and handle all the insurance process for you. Don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof. Let a real professional you trust do the work for you. Put McAdams & Sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over Central Texas. Check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid. Steve Maya, a Stiefel Financial Advisor, is a proud supporter of the Baylor Bears. Since 1890, Stiefel Financial Advisors like Steve Myatt have guided investors seeking to build wealth for future generations. Call Steve Myatt at 254-399-7450 to schedule an appointment or stop by Stiefel Waco office located at 1200 West Highway 6, Stiefel, Nicholas & Company Incorporated. Member SIPC and NYSC. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Coriel Health, Element Waco Hotel, Hellberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop, The Brazos Landing, Witt Building Supplies, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley. Well, Cam was on fire today. Aaron's been hot as usual. Uh, we've got the Genesis uh, Classic going on at Riviera. We've got golf. I usually don't comment too much on random golf tournaments. Today, I'm watching it because Tiger's back playing. This is his tournament, and um, he is from Southern California. And it's, it's really neat to see him out there playing again. One over for his round today. Bogeyed 18. In fact, hit a straight shank. He's in the fairway on 18 today, Aaron. And just hit like a something I would do. Just, I mean, but you don't want to see Tiger do it. Just right off into the trees. Then he hit an escape shot. He ended up bogeying the hole. He was okay. But he's plus one for his round. But just weird happenings. Played pretty well today. Looked good out there. And then shanks one just in the middle of the fairway and just sends it straight right into the trees. I mean, you just you rarely see those guys do that. And I'm not sure who knows what happened to him uh, to uh, to cause something uh, like that. Uh, we've got uh, Dave Campo. We're going to let you hear a little bit more of our interview from uh, with Coach Campo, former Cowboys head coach. Golly. What a fun deal that was. Um, I think you're going to enjoy it. Our 5 o'clock audience hearing uh, Coach Campo talk about Mike Zimmer, their relationship. I mean, a really cool thing. Aaron, ESPN did something today that caught my eye. And, um, and, and again, tomorrow as we get closer to Sunday's event, I want to do more on the Brittany Griner jersey retirement. I think a lot of people want to be there, support her. Uh, excited to see that happen. It's um, it's going to be interesting. Um, she will not be doing any media. Well, I was a little surprised to hear that. Wanted to, you know, ask her some questions and visit and thought that would be kind of neat. But uh, but that's fine, you know, whatever whatever she needs there. And, and everybody will go down there and have a nice big time. 
and uh, retire the jersey, and, and there'll be a lot of excitement, a lot of number 42 jerseys out there. And uh, Aaron, apparently Nikki Collin telling us, we were the first to be told, that she's wearing something special to honor Brittany. And then I noticed on, on Twitter last night, Michael Haig said, oh, man, I mean, he was he was really playing this up. Uh, Michael, who writes for the Lariat, also writes for the Dallas Morning News, and a great guy. And he was um, apparently, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what Nikki Collins. Tell you what, Aaron, you know what would be nice to do Sunday afternoon is get a win. Go get a win against uh, Texas Tech. Um, and uh, and they need it. Something happening with college basketball, Aaron, they, they did a deal today where they started kind of doing a look ahead at, like, the best games, like huge games coming up uh, as we kind of look, you know, rest of the season. You know I mean, even, even like tonight and tomorrow night and all that kind of stuff. Um, tonight, Aaron, you were talking about some other uh, big event. The Buffs at UCLA, no thanks. No thanks. But <laughs> tomorrow night, late night, I could go for some of this. The Lobos at San Diego State. Remember, San Diego State was incredible and made the Final Four, didn't they? Um, six bids in the Mountain West are within reach. Can you imagine, Aaron? Like, the, the Pac-12 is going to get, like, three bids, if that. And the Mountain West is appearing like a six-bid league. Um, the other enormous game coming up Saturday, Marquette at UConn. This is this is kind of a this is huge. Um, of course, we'll be focused on Baylor and West Virginia. Then they got to turn around. They got to go to BYU. That is a tough little two-step. I don't care how bad West Virginia is. You don't like having to play there, and those people show up. I mean, if you've been, if you've been to that area, if you've been to Morgantown, you know that on a on a Saturday, not a not a whole lot of options, entertainment options, and so those folks all show up over there, and it's a scary place to play, and they're always mean to Bridges, um, so we'll see how that thing rolls. But Aaron Saturday, Marquette at UConn. I mean, these are monster programs. This is like what two in the country versus four in the country. The point guard matchup is Tyler Kolick and Tristan Newton, like two of the best in the country. Uh, great coaches, Hurley versus Shaka. I've come around on Shaka. Texas may have not been the best fit for him, but the guy can coach. The guy can flat-out coach. Um, and then the other game to keep an eye on, Kentucky at Auburn. Auburn's playing great lately. Kentucky's been on a slide recently. And then Kansas at OU. We saw Oklahoma. They didn't look like much against the Bears. But I can see KU getting beat there. KU has looked awful lately on the road. I'm going to have my eye on that game. And then Aaron, Monday, this is kind of a this, – this might be so far – which do we think was going to be the game of the season, the Big 12 so far, Aaron? It was that Houston-KU game, and it didn't really turn out to be um, – this one could be Iowa State at Houston. Um, and, Aaron, it's so big. This game is so big that it's on ESPNU at 6 o'clock. 
<laughs> so I don't I do not understand it. I mean, th- this game has all the makings of a of a classic type deal, but whatever. That's where they're going to put it on. And then in the in this this go, this little schedule here I like. Um February 24th. Aaron, what is today? The day after Valentine's, so the 15th. So we're talking about 9 days away. Houston at Baylor. A noon game. Listen to this triple header, Aaron. We go, and I, when they say noon, I'm looking at the story on ESPN.com. Aaron, do they mean 11? Probably. Is that You think it's noon Eastern? Anyway, I think that's right. Yeah, so I think that game will be. A, so Baylor will host that one, and that's going to be awesome. And then the next game on ESPN is North Carolina at Virginia. And then two hours after that, by the way, they never leave enough time. I mean, there's always like you got to watch these games on ESPN Plus because they don't leave enough time between games. Alabama at Kentucky. Aaron, what's that guy's name we like at Alabama where we don't, we kind of, well, we kind of like to make fun of him. Nate Oates, does it sound right? I, I think the guy can coach. I mean, uh, he he kind of likes to harbor some uh, interesting folks, and he, he's not always kind of known as being soft on crime. But I think he can coach, man. They they this his team was not supposed to be very good this year, and they've hung in there and played played well. And the team that's shrinking with all the spotlight on them is actually Calipari's uh, Kentucky Wildcats. They're going the they're going the wrong direction. What I love, Aaron, is that when ESPN sat down to chart out the great games the rest of the season, they keep coming back to Baylor games. And the next one I have on the agenda is February twenty sixth. Um, Baylor at TCU. That's an eight p.m. start on ESPN. And, and it's going to be a rematch after that triple overtime game. And so ESPN's fired up about that. I'm fired up about it. Will I go over to Fort Worth for that? Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I do not have good experiences in Fort Worth when it comes to Baylor TCU ball games. So I think it would be best for everybody if I stay away. Aaron, the next night, BYU at Kansas. I kind of like that. I kind of like that they are, uh, that ESPN's fallen in love a little bit with this BYU team because I think they are good, and I think they're an interesting team, and I like Pope. I just want to see who emerges from this conference. Aaron, as we sit here today, I I think you have to make Houston the favorite, okay, because they're in first, and even though they have a tough schedule, we love the coaching staff. We love the two guards. I know Baylor will probably be mad at him and boo him like crazy, but I still love the guy, Cryer. Uh, I after Houston though, who who's next? Who has the best chance of unseating Houston? I I almost think right now, looking at the schedule and how this all plays out, and the fact Kansas has to come to Baylor in early March, has to come to Waco. I think Baylor has the better chance to overtake the Cougs or tie them for the conference title more than Kansas. 
Aaron, am I crazy for thinking that? Because by saying that, I'm doubting the great Bill Self, who almost always finds a way. Who almost, No matter how bleak it looks, Bill Self will rally the troops, they'll get McCuller back, and they'll be really good down the stretch. Do you like my theory, or do you think, would you favor... Would you favor Bill Self in Kansas if, if somebody's going to knock off Houston? I think, and this is, I think I'm being objective. I think Baylor's a better team. If Kansas has been okay. terrible on the road, and they're yeah. still as good as they have ever been at home, and Baylor proved that they can play with them. Had a chance, two good looks to tie that game at the end of the game. So I, I, I think it's Baylor. I really do. Okay. Okay. I like that for sure. And, um, and then. I, again, this is really cool. This just tells you how many marquee matchups the Bears have and how awesome this first home schedule is at Foster Pavilion this year. March 2nd, you get to March 2nd, and you've got Kansas at Baylor at noon on ABC. Wow. Wow. All right, that that's a noon start, ABC March second, and that's followed by the final hurrah. Unless the Bears play them in the Big Twelve tournament, I guess it could happen. But the Longhorns at Baylor, a shot, a chance to get back, get them back after that buzzer beater, and the it's an eight p.m. ESPN matchup. March 4th. I think we're going to be doing the show from around the arena on that day leading up to that one. So that is a quick turnaround, Aaron. Think about that. You've got Kansas March 2nd, and then two days later, you've got the Longhorns in town. Could that game be to win the Big 12 title? The answer is yes, because there's just a there's just there's some huge stuff, you know, that you opportunities down the stretch. Um, the only other one, Big Twelve related, Aaron, is Kansas has to go to Houston on March 9th. That looks like how they'll end up conference play. That's a 3 p.m. start on ESPN, so I assume that's a Saturday afternoon. Uh, other games to watch that day: Baylor has to go to Texas Tech. On um, on March 9th. so that is uh, that is really that is something to watch there as uh, as we kind of go down the stretch and look at the rest of this conference schedule. the uh, The thing I liked about uh, looking at one of those matchups is when they did the Baylor at Texas or Texas at Baylor, it said Dylan DeSue, who is a great big man he's not as imposing as Misi, but he's extremely skilled and he's a really good offensive player what's really interesting about Baylor is Ojanwana is honestly the better the more versatile defender but of course if anybody gets down there on the block you would rather have Misi on them and I I think Misi's going to end up being an okay guy to to defend out there near the perimeter but Ojanwin is your best big, probably the best, the most versatile defender in the uh, in the league because he can guard every position. All right, um, 
I, we want to share this with you. This was so cool earlier today. Former Cowboys head coach Dave Campo talking about his relationship over the years with Mike Zimmer. People love this so much. I wanted to share it with you in the 5 o'clock hour. Here is part of that interview next. This is ESPN Central Texas. Elevate your lifestyle.